Crawford versus Sean Porter. Post fight thoughts. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, Let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Terrence Crawford wins by decision. You lose. Unfortunately, we didn't get that Crawford decision. It looked like that's the way it was headed. Tremendous fight. Back and forth. Both guys did great work. And prior to this, in our pre-fight podcast, we said Porter is that type of dog. Granted, Crawford is tremendous. A lot of people have him one, maybe two, pound for pound list, maybe three, one through three, somewhere, somewhere around there. But Porter is right there at that elite level, and he's proven that time and time and time again, and he proved it again tonight. In fact, a lot of people were saying this was the most impressive they've ever watched Porter actually fight. He wasn't as sloppy, wasn't as wide, wasn't as rough and tough on the inside. He was more calculated, but it worked for him. He did a lot of good work against Terrence Crawford, who most people who watch Crawford are very high on him. So at the time of the stoppage, I believe the scorecards were uh, Crawford was up 86-85 twice and 87-84. I think that's too wide. Um, I believe going into the 10th, I had Porter up 5-4 in rounds. I think that's fair. You could have probably had it even... You could probably have it 5-4 Porter. I think you could have had it 5-4 Crawford as well. I don't see a problem with that going into the 10th round before the knockdowns. Had Terrence won that round, it looked like he was going to go on and win that round. Then you would have probably had a 5-5 type of fight going into the last two rounds. Now, with the official judges' scorecards... And those knockdowns, there was basically no way that Porter was going to be able to win the fight on the judges' scorecards. But as soon as Kenny Porter came up on those ropes and stopped the fight, I protested. I didn't like it. Now, a lot of the who's who's were saying, oh, it's okay. It's no problem. He knows his son better than everybody else. And if it kept going, Bud was just going to smash him, blah, 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 blah. Could be true. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. Porter is an old dog, a tough dog, a veteran. He's been in there with everybody. He's been dropped before. He's been hurt before. He's been cut before. He knows how to fight. Personally, I think that Kenny Porter, what he did in stopping that fight was 100% wrong. That's the first thing. But I think it was 100% spiteful. And if you haven't had a chance, you need to go back and listen to what he said after the fight. Because I'm not going to do it justice here. You can listen to it for yourself and determine if you think what I'm saying is correct or if I'm off the wall. To me, he sounded like a pissed off old dude who's 100% trying to prove a point to Sean. 
after the fight, he basically said in a nutshell that Sean didn't prepare the way that he wanted him to prepare. And so he pulled the plug against a very good fighter that could potentially hurt him. In my opinion, this was about Kenny Porter. This was about Porter, the senior, Kenny Porter, not getting what he wanted out of Sean in the training room. And so he was there to prove a point to Sean in front of the whole entire world about what happens when you don't listen to me. And I think that is just plain outright wrong. I mean, to stop the fight in and of itself, I think is wrong for those reasons. But then to announce it to the world and basically put Sean on blast in front of everybody on national television, in the audience, everybody on pay-per-view and say, listen here, Sonny, this is what happens when you don't do what Papa tells you to do and you just got stopped. Wow. I don't know how anybody can excuse that. You can say whatever you want to say. He was going to get knocked down 52 more times. He had no shot to win. His head was going to come off his shoulders. Whatever you want to say about the fight and how it was going to play out. But that reasoning pisses me off more than the fact that he stopped the fight. I was already pissed off that he stopped the fight. Granted, at the time, I didn't know that Bud was up on those cards. I thought it was a competitive fight. Again, I had Porter up by a round. But I was expecting a close competitive fight in 10, 11, and 12. And then we were going to get the scorecards. Maybe I would have won on the scorecards. It looks like it. Or maybe Porter would have done something spectacular in 10, 11, 12. We don't know. That's That's the cool thing about watching the fight. You don't know. Porter proved he could hang with Bud. He proved he wasn't outclassed against Bud. So there's no saying that maybe Porter, without those knockdowns, right, we're just assuming 10, 11, 12, that he, he was able to hang and, and make a really close competitive fight going down the stretch. Now, with the knockdowns, of course, and with the scorecards that we now know what the scoring was, he wasn't going to win the fight on the cards. But nevertheless, I still think Porter deserved to go out on his shield if that's the way it was going to happen. And he could have surprised everybody and maybe made it the distance. Granted, he loses on the scorecards, but still, he would have gotten the same praise. Everybody would have said, man, this guy's amazing. He overcame two knockdowns, went neck and neck with Bud for 9-10 rounds, and still finished on his feet. It's tough as nails. Proved again that he's one of the top fighters in the sport. Flies under the radar. Probably doesn't get the respect that he deserves. And on and on and on. But I think Kenny Porter robbed everybody of that. In fact, he kind of robbed Bud, to be honest with you. He kind of robbed Crawford of the satisfaction of legitimately, in my opinion, stopping Porter because of the way that he did it. And then the excuse after the fact just is like rubbing salt in the wound. I just I just cannot ignore how spiteful that man is to do that to Porter on probably the biggest stage he's ever been in. Granted, Porter's been in a lot of big fights, but I mean, this was this was a tremendous fight, having already fought Spence. You got this round robin of people that want Crawford and Spence and Porter and Ugas and all these guys to fight, and it's dragging, everyone's dragging their feet, and it's hard to get these fights to come off. This was an anticipated fight, and then you get Kenny... I'm upset at my son Porter over there, you know, basically scolding his son in front of the world. I just, it was very strange. I will say this, as I'm watching the fight, Porter goes down. Good shot, right? 
Porter looks like he's there. He looks okay. The second knockdown, again, he looks okay. Yeah, he, he's taking some damage. It didn't look to me like he was just going to stand up and fall over. I do think he was hurt. It is a possibility that Bud would be able to legitimately stop him if uh, Kenny Porter doesn't stop the fight. 100%. you got to say that's a real possibility. But watching it when Kenny Porter stopped the fight, the first thing I thought was, that is extremely strange. If you guys follow me on any of the socials, that's what I posted. It, this is strange. I never in a million years would have factored in Kenny Porter stopping Sean Porter in a fight that's difficult. That's all Porter does is fight difficult fights throughout his entire career. And then I had some back and forth with people saying, oh, this was going to happen. That was going to happen. The stoppage, the stoppage, the stoppage was great until Kenny Porter opened his mouth. And even even those people were like, uh, dude, shut up. What are you talking about? Because it made it look extremely bad and I think that was his real feelings I think he's a spiteful pissed off dude that wanted to prove a point and I'm never gonna walk that back he said what he said and like I said when you when you factor these things in the way Porter is proven top tier tough as nails been through adversity many times throughout his career and then what was said by Kenny Porter, I'm like, wait a minute. This really doesn't sound like Kenny Porter was in there trying to protect his son as much as it does that he was trying to prove a point to his son. And to me, there's no place whatsoever for that, especially at this level of the sport. I just don't see how you can excuse it. So for me, I thought it was a tremendous fight. But everything, in my opinion, is overshadowed by what Kenny Porter did. And what he said, and I feel really bad for Porter because he looked tremendous. And I knew going into this, he doesn't get the respect he deserves. If you don't believe me, go and look at the line. Some places Crawford was minus twelve fifty. Porter was coming back seven eight nine to one straight. I mean that is absurd. If you've watched this guy's career, taking nothing away from Crawford, he's a talent. But to think that. Sean Porter is a 9-1 to underdog against basically anybody in the division, including Spence, including Bud, including Ugas, any of them, is absurd. And so going into this fight, we said he is going to be competitive. Now, does he win three rounds, five rounds? Who knows, right? When you're talking about the three blind mice, you can never be 100% on point with these clowns you never know what they're going to do and you can see that in this fight a lot of people thought maybe porter was up around maybe two maybe crawford was up around but then you see there's that ringer in there with the wide score 87 84 those are before knockdowns so you can never be sure that the guy that you picked is going to get the love on the scorecards with these clowns because they're just inept and corrupt that's all there is to it but we figured Porter was at this level and so he was going to compete and showcase his skills better than what a lot of people were going to give him credit for. Now I don't know if that is a reason that a lot of people are trying to okay the way this fight ended and the way that Kenny Porter was acting but to me there is no excuse that you can make for the way that Kenny A stopped the fight and then what he said after the fight. I think that's just plain wrong. I think he did Sean wrong. And like I said, at this stage of the game, in your biggest fight, this is not this is not how you want to go out. Like 
you could see Sean was just kind of flabbergasted. He didn't really know what to say other than, I guess my dad is seeing things that I don't see. I mean, he loves his dad, so he is going to go to bat for him. I don't think that Sean Porter is going to throw his dad under the bus the way that his dad threw him under the bus. I just don't. But for me, sitting on the outside looking in, I see an old spiteful dude that did his son, his son totally and utterly wrong on the biggest stage of his career and overshadowed a tr- tremendous effort by Porter and a tremendous outcome from Crawford. This was a tremendous fight overall, but you had an old, angry, spiteful dad trying to teach his son a lesson, and it overshadowed a tremendous battle between two top-tier welterweights in the division. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.